It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi. If I could bring up what I was going to read, then I can read what I was going to read. Kumbaya. <laughs> That's what I'm makes this show forward. popular. Alright. Uh, so, as you know, this week is a season finale of Nectar Stone. So, next week we'll have an hour read of My Hero Academia and Food Warshamers, which means it'll be My Hero Academia at midnight. Yashihime, one dirty. Here at one. Food Wars hour at one thirty. Then Naruto at two thirty. Then Attack and Titan and Dragon Ball Super rounding out to three o'clock hour. And then the week will be a marathon of Harley Quinn from ten thirty p.m. to five a.m. How about that? Hey, not bad. And on. Uh, August 14th will be the premiere of the Crunchyroll and Adult Soul Original Series Fina Pirate Princess which will be a one hour for a year by the way so check that out anyways let's tell you what was on this week I did not mean for any of you what was uh, whatever Ugh. On My Hero Academia, as the class battle concludes, Midoriya works with all might and Bakugo on learning more about his new power. On Dr. Stone, the conflict seems to be at an end when Seiku looks to the future and the work it will take to achieve his ideal vision of the future for the new kingdom of science. On Yashihime, Tell and Satsuna take on a request to slide Chakutsumaru, a boy who's been extracting bones from humans and beasts in order to revive his father, the demon beast Tokotsu. On Food Wars. The day of the regiment of Hulu arrives, and the remaining rebels face overwhelming odds. Fortunately, new allies have stepped over and joined the fight. I'm going to look over. Ralph stares the circumstances of Yuno's birth, and now we want to put the church in Hage. Tragedy strikes to Golden Dawn HQ, and Yuno is away. On over to Zabuna. And the foundation, Kakashi meets a boy who uses wood style, a Juchi to only the first Hokage Hasirava. Let's keep it easy. On a Dugan Ding. Well, Hange. 
the psychics piece together Zeke's true intentions and then builds outside HQ and Herman and Flamika said, please for permission to speak of Aaron. And then we're going to be because the Zimmer Universe is never abandoned. And the Zimmer hopes to run out the clock when Freedom comes over to Horizon's work. Top is reversed. Every tank is put a face and then we'll unleash the familiar destructive power. And that is your tentative And let's leave for the rest of the show. Alrighty. Well, we go to uh, CBR.com for some of the uh, anime news. And believe it or not, heroes and villains in Dragon Ball are often undone by their own arrogance, except for Vegeta, who has much more debilitating weakness. Arrogance has been long the Achilles heel of heroes and villains alike during the history of Dragon Ball. Frieza, Gohan, Vegeta, and even Goku... If the most powerful characters could rein in their ego, but shorter. However, Vegeta, the fusion of Goku and uh, Vegito, the fusion of Goku and Vegeta, has proven that he does not share this weakness, despite being the most arrogant of them all. His return in Dragon Ball Super provided that Vegito's only true weakness is the time limit of the Potara fusion. Ain't this fun? When uh, Vegito made his debut in the Boo Saga of Dragon Ball Z, he spent the better part of four episodes almost literally turning Majin Buu inside out. Vegeta's borderline sadistically and pulling Majin Buu apart like a pink banana peel initially reeked of classic DBZ arrogance. Vegito's cocky attitude did get him briefly turned into candy, but this did nothing other than give him new ways to torture his helpless opponent. Even the Kai watching the battle assumed Vegito's, Vegito's ego had gotten the better of him. Ooh. Well, unlike Vegeta and, Goba, and Gohan's separate instances of refusing to destroy Cell when they could have, Vegito have pinned the tail on the Majambu wasn't the result of his power going to his head. No, really. Uh, the fused warrior was simply biding his time trying to goad Majin Buu into absorbing him so he could rescue his sons and Piccolo from inside Buu's body. Although had Vegito known that uh, his fusion had a time limit, he might have spent less time folding Majin Buu like a cheap accordion. He might have even just destroyed him outright and banked on the Dragon Balls being able to revive everyone even if they died as part of Buu. Uh, his next appearance in Dragon Ball Super reaffirmed that overconfidence is not his weakness. Rather, his time limit is. The Fu Saiyan didn't waddle in his battle with Merged Zamazu, as the immortal god was much closer to him in power than Buu. Vegito was still the superior fighter, but he recognized he had significantly less room for showboating, himself to some minor trash-talking. Unlike with Buu, Vegito quickly went for the kill with his final... Kamahima. And when that didn't work, he switched to another finishing move at the same moment that he separated back into Goku and Vegeta. That's interesting to find out, isn't it, kiddies? Yes, it is. Okay, let's get you some more enemy news. And, yes, friends, this could be of interest. Um, Amazon Prime Video streams a two-minute teaser for the final Evangelion film. Uh, the official Twitter account between st began streaming two... Uh, where are you here? Oh, yes. Uh, 
two little uh, little vignettes, uh, two minutes and sixteen second long teaser for Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.01, Thrice Upon a Time, the new version of Evangelion film on Saturday. Uh, it the Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.01 is the new version of Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon time and began playing in Japan June 12th for the film's last run. The new version contains minor revisions, and that's in quotes, some animation sequences, but does not change the film's story. Most, but not all, theaters stopped screening the film on July 21st. Amazon Prime Video will stream the film worldwide in Japan, which, as we all know, is on August 13th. It'll stream with dubs in 10 languages, including French, German, Portuguese, Spanish, and Italian. We're also streaming Japanese with subtitles in 28, in 28 languages. wonder if English will be one of them. Uh, the final Evangelion film opened in Japan March 8th and ranked number one in its first weekend. It sold 2,194,533 tickets for 3,000... yen, about 30.6 mil in the U.S. in its first seven days, and 466 theaters in Japan. You can bet some of those were owned by AMC. Uh, Let's see. By the way, the source on this was, of course, Amazon Prime Video's Twitter account via Siliconera. Wahoo. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what other things we got here. Um, we got a. Uh, we got anything going on in the old Tuberuskis? If not, well, <laughs> we'll find something. Uh, some big news. Uh, Fate, Grand Order, Final Singularity, Grand Temple of Time, Solomon anime film streams video before Friday's opening. It is, of course, done by Anaplex. And uh, the voices for the uh, anime stars following cast members who are returning from previous Fate anime projects. Uh, no word yet if there is... Well, there is. Uh, let's see. Nobunga Shimazaki as Ritsuka Fujimaru. Ri Takahashi as Mesh Kurilite. Akayo Kazwasumi as Fu. Kenshi Suzumura as Romani Arkaman. Maya Sakamoto as Leonardo da Vinci. Tomakazu Sugita as Solomon. Nice. Uh, by the way, Funimation streamed this anime as it aired in Japan, and the company had a one-year window of streaming exclusivity on the dubbed version. Anime was also streaming on Con- Crunchyroll and High Dive. Uh, Wakarim and Madman Anime Group's Anime Lab had a 30-day window of streaming exclusivity in their territories. That's right. There's also a game inspiring a two-part anime film, Fate Grand Order Shinsei uh, Intaku Ryoke Camelot. 
Not bad. Not bad. Congratulations on all that. Uh, let's see. New anime. You want it? We got it. Hopefully we do got it. Uh, we got, uh, let's see. The Scarlet Nexus. Idolish 7, Third Beat, Sunny Boy, Peach Boy, Riverside, and the case study of uh, Vanitas, just to name a few. So uh, that'll be coming, uh, as they say, soon to some streaming service near you. Yes, indeed. Okay, that is your... Anime news as we just get started. All right. Well, the Olympics uh, started up, and ouch. If the opening ceremonies were any reason to have a panic, 16.7 million viewers watch that. It was the worst rating in 33 years of Olympic. Uh, of Olympics Summer Olympics and with the first full day of games tucked away folks at NBC Universal well it didn't do too bad with the uh, streaming numbers for the opening Saturday of the Tokyo Olympics the first Olympic Games since the launch of the company's streamer Peacock the 2020 plus one Tokyo Games uh rose 26% from the lackluster opening ceremonies the night before, garnered an 8.2 household rating across all the uh, NBC Universal family of broadcasters. The digital set a milestone for most streamed Olympic primetime show, averaging 648,000 viewers per minute. They streamed, viewers reportedly streamed 371 million total minutes from the Tokyo Olympics, 21% increase from the same day as the Rio, which I don't think had any streaming except on NBCOlympics.com. Total audience delivery for Saturday's Tokyo primetime coverage for the network was approximately 15.3 million viewers. Uh... Our friends from Canada scored a bit higher. Then again, they know how to cover Olympics. Anyway, we go from that. By the way, Chucky, they had the uh, little uh, preview of Chucky uh, for both, which be uh, done by Sci-Fi and USA. Not bad. It it looks like this is going to follow this is going to follow the movie and not be sort of any like rehash finally huzzah the uh, box office we got for you here and here we go uh, F9 uh, topped the $600 million weekend uh, window Black Widow passed $300 million and China still confounds Hollywood locked-in release date limbo for an international box office. So what does this mean for our box office, the uh, U.S. box office? Well, let's do it to it. 
as we go forth and go beyond the wicked world. Box office movies. Weekend box office. We have it here for you. I think. Yeah, we do. Is this 20... Yep, July July 11th? No, no, we don't want July 11th, you pusillanimous people. There we go. Domestic box office. Huzzah. Uh, here we are. Uh, top 10. Space Jam, A New Legacy in 10th place. Tom and Jerry in 9th. The Boss Baby in 8th. Raya and the Last Dragon in 7th. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It in 6th. Cruella in 5th. Godzilla vs. Kong in 4th. Black Widow in 3rd. A Quiet Place Part 2 in 2nd. And F9, the uh, Fast Saga in 1st place. Yay! So, uh, not bad in the uh, in the domestic little fun-filled fiesta we got here. So that's your entertainment news. Let's get you into a little wrestling news for you while we keep you in stitches. And uh, by the way, uh, let's see. Big Swole will take on Diamante for AEW Dark as well. Congratulations also to Matt Cardona. He beat Nick Gage to become the new GCW World Champion last night at GCW Homecoming, night one. This marked Cardona's first world championship in his 17-year wrestling career. In a post-match interview, the former Zack Ryder admitted he he feared a death match's violence but emphasized that the reward... Thank you. Um outweighed the risk. Quote, I've been scratching and clawing my entire life, my entire career. Did you really think I was scared of Nick Cage? Of course I was afraid of the violence, but I wasn't afraid of the destruction that would happen in that ring. Look at my body. I'm covered in blood. I'm scarred up, but it was all worth it. As far as future and game changer wrestling, Cardona noted he isn't going anywhere. This isn't a one and done. This isn't an LT at WrestleMania first time, last time. I am the face of this company. I am ready to take GCW to new heights. I am the face of GCW and a face with teeth. The GCW Twitter account responded to Cardona's claims, bluntly stating that they were false. Quote, you are not the face of GCW. Uh, The full post-match interview can be uh, seen on the Game Changer Wrestling's uh, Twitter page at GCW uh, or as it's known, GC Wrestling at GC Wrestling so look that up and you'll see the interviews not bad alright let's see uh Mark Hendry, who's a part of AEW, has uh, did an interview with Battleground Podcast. He talked about which of AEW's young talent has caught his eye. Quote, I really like Will Hobbs' work ethic. He's a sponge. He wants to learn. He wants to be better. Darby Allen, Ricky Starks, All Ego, Ethan Page are people I talk to on a regular basis. 
Max Caster, talented, talented. Anthony Bowens, the acclaimed, is one of my favorites. I play favorites. There'll be people that say, oh, man, that's not fair. You got to be good to everybody. No, you got to be good to everybody, but there's favoritism in this world, and if you want my affection, you want me to co-sign for you, you're going to have to do extra. The people who do extra and the people who get my attention, they're going to get treated differently. Everybody's not going to get treated equally, but everybody's going to get treated fair. Uh, he also served as a member, as a mentor for AEW Jade Cargill from the time she broke into wrestling business. Henry talked about what she needs to improve and revealed that she's been working through injuries and offered a prediction for how far she will be, she will go three years from now. Jade is going to be a superstar. I've told her recently, I said, you're me, you're a star, you're a celebrity. She's going to have to get to the point where she can wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and if someone grabs her in a headlock, she's going to know what to do. In this industry, there's a lot to learn, and you want to learn it on a good clip, but you don't want to do it so fast that you get injured and that kind of, and that kind of thing. And she's tried to do that. She probably shouldn't be doing yet, and she's gotten injured. So we're going to slow down. Work the fundamentals and let her evolve. It took me three years. She's been in less than one. So the Jade Cargill that we're going to get in three years is going to be one of the main event players on the show. She's already must-see TV, but we'll be talking about her like we're talking about Kenny Omega in three years. I got to agree with that. I mean, y'all got, we all got to watch out for Jade Cargill. She, she is someone... Literally on the spot of success. Right there. Uh, give me a little moment. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, get back there. We, we got one little Mazel Tov. Hey, a big old uh, blessing and Mazel Tov to Nick Camarato, part of uh, um, QT Marshall's uh faction as he promote proposed to his girlfriend ref Becky before uh, the MCW pro wrestling event I thought that was nice he went down on one knee destroyed the ring and she said yes no he went down on one knee and proposed to her in, on the in the ring she said yes so congratulations from all of us here at the uh, wrestle anime hut and we got one more, uh, one more little thing to do here, and that is, uh, what is there? Oh yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, there are two teams announced for the homecoming uh, tournament for Impact. Uh, the two teams announced so far are Rosemary and Crazy Steve and Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. W. Morrissey versus Eddie Edwards is also scheduled for Homecoming. Homecoming will be July 31st and will be able to will be available to stream on Impact Plus uh, with more matches, as they say, still to come. Ooh, nice. All right. And let's... Uh, Going here. By the way, last week's uh, AEW almost sco- almost hit two million viewers. Wild, wild. 
Let's see. Okay, and the ratings were not bad. One point two one nine million viewers. In freaking cred e was it that? No. Why are you here? Oh, there it is. Um, let's see. They they didn't do too bad. 1.148 million viewers and a 44 rating. 0.44 rating. Uh, year to date, AEW Dynamite is up uh, over 5% in lovely little 18 to 49. Uh little uh you know ratings click and up three percent in total viewers night two of fighter fest which was in austin tejas was the strongest premiere for AEW in the 18 to 49 age range both nights of fighter fest were up significantly versus last year up 48% in both total viewers and the 18 to 49 range both nights of fighter fest were number one cable program of the day. So there you go. And I do believe next week is the week where Tony Khan is supposed to give is supposed to tease a major announcement. We will find out next Wednesday. Uh on TNT, eight o'clock Eastern time. Uh oh, and uh one more signing to uh you before we are au revoirs. Japanese Josie legend Imi Sakura announced on Twitter earlier this evening that she is returning to the U.S. with a one-way ticket. She signed to join AEW full-time going forward. So, welcome to AEW. Now the women's division, you better be ready. Imi Sakura is looking at the top and Britt Baker looks very interesting. So and I can't I wait. About it. Okay, that's going to wrap it up for us. Jay, please, if you will, end it. As I say, this has been a presentation of, of uh, brains, uh, Brainwave Entertainment in association with Mystifying Creativity Productions. We'll see you next week. Here's Jay. Bye.